When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Brown Bear Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, welcome to the Brown Bear Sports Report. Now, here's your host, Scott Cordishi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Brown Bears Sports Report. I'm your host, Scott Cordici. Glad you could join us. The Brown Bears Sports Report brought to you each week by United Healthcare. You put care into everything that you do, United Healthcare does too. United Healthcare, health plans that care for you and your family every step of the way. See what care can do at uhc.com. Well, this week on the Brown Bears Sports Report gives us great pleasure to welcome some members of the Brown Women's Water Polo Program. And let's say hello to a senior attacker from La Jolla, California. Lily Keck is with us. Lily, how are you? I'm doing well, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, thank you for being with us. A junior utility from uh, San Diego, California, Dagmara Chaika is with us. Dagmara, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, thank you for being with us tonight. And also we have a freshman defender from Woodside, California, Sophia Golub is with us. Sophia, how are you? I'm doing really well. How about you? I'm doing great. Well, thank you all for being with us. Coach Mercado is going to join us, but something came up last moment, so he couldn't be with us tonight. I want to first ask you each to describe Felix to me, if you could. I mean, I really like Felix. I think he's a guy, no matter what he does, whether it's coaching your team or the men's team, 
he puts a lot of thought into everything that he does. But I'd love to get your, I guess, Im your impressions of Felix, your head coach. Lily, we'll start with you. Yeah, I would say the word bear, I think, is accurate to describe him. Sometimes he can seem a little bit scary, but he's actually pretty, like, soft and cuddly and, like, deeply cares about us. So I think that's that's the one word I would use to describe him. All right, Doug Mara, how about your uh, description of Coach Mercado? Oh, Felix is absolutely a goofball, just through and through. He makes practice so lively. He doesn't care about what anyone thinks about him, but he's also very determined and knows what he wants. And um, he's just a very good all-around uh, person. And Sophia, obviously, you're relatively new to the program, but I'm sure you were involved with Coach in the recruiting process. And now that you're here on campus, uh, what are your impressions of Coach Mercado? Um, well, he's super caring and like makes sure that we're all like taken care of um, and healthy. And then also what Dag said, he's really funny and like has a good time, but also knows when to get down to business. So Lily, the last time that you and your teammates were in the pool was at the Harvard Invitational last spring when you beat LIU and Iona again a year ago. Uh, the team was off to a magnificent start, right? I think you were 12 and two, and I think you cracked the national rankings as well. You were ranked 25th. What do you remember about last season before everything came to a screeching halt? Well, I remember our team had a really great dynamic going on, which I was was like kind of expected because we all get along pretty well, but sometimes getting along outside the pool doesn't necessarily translate. And last season, it felt like we were all really jiving with playing with each other and like off, off the pool deck, it was still going really well. Um, so I was really excited and looking forward to obviously a great season um, that came to a pretty quick halt, but um, I, I was happy with that. Dagmara, how about you? What were your impressions of the way the team started the year 12 and two? You were off to a nice start individually, 13 goals and 10 steals before the pandemic shut everything down. Same thing uh, that Lily was saying. I just think our team was really cohesive. We were all, we all knew what we wanted. We all had our spots and everything was just starting to fall into place. And uh, sadly, like you're saying, premature uh, to end to the season. But I think that it gives a lot of hope for future years, uh, seeing that um, dynamic and how it's it's carrying on into this season-ish um, and on to the next one. Sophie, I know you've yet to compete for Brown in the pool, but uh, I know there's a little hope, maybe, possibly, if, if they lighten restrictions more, maybe there can be some type of competition uh, before the spring is over. But, you know, what are your thoughts on the last year? It's been tough on everyone, obviously. Um, well, I got to watch some of their games before they ended and they just seemed to vibe really well, both on, um, both in the pool and out of the pool. And I can tell that in this season too, um, we're all getting along really well. So I'm hoping fingers crossed that something we can do something, um, later on in the season. So Sophie, as a first year student athlete here at Brown, uh, I assumed you just arrived on campus recently, right? When did you get to Providence? I moved in on January 12th, so I've been here just for a few months. Okay, and then um, did you take one class virtually? I think all first-year students will, were allowed to take one class that first semester. Did you take one class virtually? And if so, what was it? 
I did take one class. It was a nice little teaser um, on the courses at Brown and I took math 100. Okay. And have you decided on a concentration? I know students don't have to right away, but if, what are you thinking about concentrating in here at Brown? Um, I'm thinking biomedical engineering or biochemistry and molecular biology. So we'll see. Now, Lily, have you been on campus for both uh, semesters? Yeah, I, I live in an off-campus apartment, but I'm, you know, a, a part of campus, I guess. Okay, and so uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you have handled things during the pandemic. I would imagine, you know, last March you went home to La Jolla and then spent the summer there before coming back to Providence. Was that what you did? Yeah, so last March, uh, my mom actually kind of saw it coming. She was like, go buy some bins. You need to pack really quickly and get your stuff in storage. And I kind of didn't believe her. I was like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Like a few days later, the school said, pack your things, you're going home. So I went home in March and I was there up until late August when I came here. Um, and then I went home again for winter break, but I spent the whole summer at home, which was actually pretty nice. Um, I hadn't been home for that long since high school. And it was nice to have like my whole family together with nobody having anything to do. Like most of growing up, we had tournaments every weekend and like a lot of travel for water polo. So it felt very peaceful to just be home and not really have any obligations to, you know, go to a game or have my brother's games. It was, it was nice. You know, I, I agree with you. And Dagmara, maybe you can speak to this as well. I think, you know, particularly in the profession that I'm in covering college athletics and you as a student athlete, you know how busy our schedules are and how, you know, you have competitions on nights and on weekends. And that's one good thing that I think did come out of the pandemic is we all got to spend more family time, right? I mean, I had dinner with my family every night, still do. And, you know, under normal circumstances, that is just not the case. Yeah, I uh, actually was remote my uh, fall semester this year. And uh, so I ended up uh, staying a lot of time at home. Um, but now I feel a little bit more homesick than I usually do. It's just, I, I really do miss them. And um, it was really good to have not only a little bit of like decompression where I didn't have to really worry about my meal plan and stuff like that. So my, I, my mom was always giving me the best food. So it was, it was really nice, really refreshing. And now I'm, I'm very happy to be on campus. You know, last week I interviewed the women's crew team on this show and uh, there was one of the uh, members of the team was from La Jolla. And I said, I could think of a lot worse places to spend the pandemic than La Jolla or San Diego where the two of you are from, right? Yeah, it was definitely nice. The weather was beautiful most of the time I was home. And so there was a lot of opportunity to go outside and actually like even driving through the streets, there would be people like walking in the street to be six feet apart from other people that were walking. Everyone seemed to be taking advantage of the nice weather. Sophia, um, you're from Woodside, California, which is more Northern California, right? Just South of San Francisco? Mm-hmm, yeah. And tell me what you did during the pandemic. W were you able to get in the pool? I mean, what, what do you do to kind of stay in shape during you know, a time like this? I actually joined a swim team. So I was swimming uh, six to seven days a week. Um, and I got to go on walks with my dogs and my family. Um, so I spent a lot of time outdoors, trying to train, do home workouts because the gyms were closed. Um, but it was nice to be able to get into a pool and swim for a little bit. 
So since you bring up the sport of swimming, I understand your dad was a swimmer and a water polo player in college at Washington and Lee. Is that right? Yes, he was. So the apple didn't fall too far from the tree, huh? No, it definitely didn't. <laughs> and uh, d does, does your dad still do any of that stuff? And how much has he kind of helped you develop in, in your career? Um, so he's, he still gets in the pool with me. He um, definitely likes to teach me new tricks. Um, and he um, was, he's the one who brought me into the sport. I originally vowed to never play water polo. I thought I was going to be a swimmer my whole life. Um, but then once I tried it, I could never go back. <laughs> Lily, did you and Dagmara have a chance to get together at all, you know, during the spring or summer months? I know when we were all in lockdown, that may have been difficult, but when restrictions got eased, were you able to see each other, maybe masked up and socially distanced at all while you were home? I don't think we saw each other over the summer, but we did over winter break go on um, a walk to the pier at the beach, which was really nice. Yeah. So Dagmara, um, your rookie season, you had 37 goals and 27 assists. Both were second best on the team. Um, so obviously, I don't want to say it wasn't a big adjustment for you, but you really came in and made a big impact right away on this program. What do you remember about that freshman season? I just remember coming in so fired up. I was so excited. Um, uh, thinking about it now, I'm really bummed. I don't ha I miss, I'm missing half of my collegiate career. I feel like I still have a lot of fights still left in me. Um, but I'm very excited to see how this program progresses now um, since, since being on it my freshman year. Lily, you received uh, ACWPC All Academic Honors, also named a CWPA Scholar Athlete as well. So congratulations to you on that. What is your concentration here at Brown? I'm studying public policy and um, I've taken classes that lend themselves towards health policy. Uh, and, and so do you have plans already for after graduation? That is the golden question. Um, I'm applying to jobs, graduate school, and I'm also uh, looking at a few programs to play abroad, and I haven't really decided which of those options would be the most appealing so far. I think once I have more concrete feedback from those places that I've kind of stuck out the applications to, something might seem more obvious to me, but right now I'm just kind of waiting to hear back. All right, since you bring up grad school, uh, the Ivy League did announce that for senior student athletes who have lost a season like you are to the pandemic, that they would uh, uh, you know, consider uh, student athletes for grad school and they could retain that year of eligibility. Uh, did you even apply to Brown grad school or is that something that you have considered doing and possibly competing for the program again next year? Yeah, I actually, um, Brown has a fifth year master's in public policy that I had applied to even before the the announcement that I, Ivy League fifth years could play. Um, and I'm still just waiting to hear back, but I, I think I would be interested. It's a very unique opportunity because I did miss half of my collegiate career. That would be terrific, wouldn't it? I mean, it would kind of be a fitting ending to your career. I, you know, I, I think everybody hates to see this senior class go out and, and, and not be able to compete that final year because look, you are all division athletes because you're great competitors and you love and enjoy the whole process of being a division one athlete. That's practice. That's being with your teammates, being in the weight room, and of course, competing in competitions. So that would be neat if that comes to fruition for you. I, I hope that it does. Thank you. Uh, Dagmara, what's your concentration? 
Uh, I'm studying environmental engineering. Okay, and what? how would you apply that after you graduate next spring? Uh, I'm really focused on water treatment and renewable sustainable energy. So I'm looking into fields um, that have an emphasis on that. So just anything renewable, sustainable, trying to help the planet out. <laughs> great, great. Uh, Sophie, just out of curiosity, how did you wind up here at Brown? What other schools were interested in you or were you interested in and what made Brown the right choice for you? Um, well, the minute I walked onto campus, I knew that Brown was my number one. Um, but I did, I did end up looking at Princeton and Pomona, um, and obviously great schools, but I think that the team, um, really sold me. I saw that the women on the team all got along really well and that Felix was a really good coach. And then obviously Brown is an amazing academic school. So I think all those points just, um, sold me. I want to ask you each this question. Lily, we'll start with you. The open curriculum, I know, is a huge draw for many student athletes that, that consider Brown. Um, tell me how you took advantage of it uh, in that. Was there a, an interesting class in a subject that was totally unrelated to your concentration that you said, you know what, this sounds cool. I want to take it because I can due to the open curriculum here at Brown. Yeah, so I came into college thinking I was going to go to medical school, I was going to be a doctor, and the open curriculum let me realize that that was not for me very quickly and figure out, still have time to figure out what I did want to do. Um, and since figuring that out, I've been able to take a lot of classes that I take just because they're interesting. So this year I'm actually in an art history class, which is completely unrelated to anything that I've studied for my concentration, but I really am enjoying it. Dagmar, how about you? Is there a particular class that's been your favorite over your, you know, two plus years here at Brown, whether it be in your concentration or outside of it? Yeah, I, um, I love engineering, but there are a lot of requirements for it. So it's hard to uh, get in a lot of like the fun um, elective classes, but there's always a slot uh, in each of my semesters for one. My favorite I've taken so far is uh, Flat Earth to Quantum Uncertainty. It was a freshman uh, seminar class. And it was one of the most interesting courses I've ever, I've ever taken. <laughs> Sounds neat. Lily, I want to ask you two, a two-part question. What do you miss the most about the pre-pandemic norm? Like, you know, the regular day-to-day -day life. What can't you wait to get back to? That's number one. And number, number two, when you graduate, uh, if it's not going to be here at Brown next year in grad school, what will you miss the most about, you know, being here at Brown? So I think pre-pandemic, I miss like weirdly walking around and seeing people I know just out and about and having conversations with people that I didn't necessarily expect to see that day, but just it's always nice to catch up. And I feel like now when I walk around like to the testing center or, you know, to the pool, I don't necessarily pass people I know or maybe don't recognize them because everyone's wearing masks. Um, but I definitely miss like the sense of community and walking around and seeing a bunch of people I knew. And honestly, I think that's one of the things that I will miss about Brown um, once I'm not here anymore. Uh, I think like knowing everyone around and being able to see people and have uh, conversations with, you know, lots of people I know, that's definitely not the case in the real world out there. Yeah. Dagmara, what, what do you miss the most about the pre-pandemic norm? Similar to uh, Lily, I really miss um, being able to just meet up with my friends and, and study, actually. I'm, 
I ha I'm having a hard time self-motivating. And my friends, when we all meet up at the Sci-Li, we're all studying together, having good times, having breaks in between. And it's more like a, a fun, engaging learning experience. And Brown has such a great small knit community that I think that I really miss that the most. Sophie, uh, same question to you. And I know you haven't spent much time on campus here yet, but when you think back to when, you know, times were normal before the pandemic started a year ago, what do you miss most about, you know, when times were normal? Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with Dag and Lily. Um, just being able to connect with people I don't normally connect with and people that are outside my pod. Um, I'm excited, hopefully in the summer, to be able to meet more of the freshmen, but I've only met like a handful of people. Um, so I'm definitely wanting that to come back. Lily, a question for you about the Catherine Moran Coleman Aquatic Center. And I don't know if this is as big a deal to water polo players like yourself as it is to maybe swimmers, but you know, it's, it's relatively new when you consider the rest of the pools in the Ivy League. It is considered to be the fastest pool for swimmers in the Ivy League. But from a water polo standpoint, I mean, is it, is it the quote unquote nicest facility in the Ivy League or does it really matter in your sport if a pool is fast or a pool is new, so to speak? It's definitely the nicest pool in the Ivy League. Um, about it being the fastest pool, that does mean that it's a little bit colder and they do keep it at race temperature. So for us, that's maybe not so comfortable sometimes when we're talking tactics at practice. But during a game, it's definitely nice when you're not overheating in the pool. Um, and one thing that's different about our pool than a lot of the other pools that we play at is the just natural light that gets into it from the windows. I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that as something that I would even notice, but it's definitely nice. And, you know, at Harvard's pool, you walk out and there's no windows in their pool. So you walk out and you have no concept of what time of day it is. And our pool is really unique that it has a, a lot of windows. Yeah. As a lap swimmer, I can attest to what you say, that the pool is kept a little cooler than most. So I, I know of what you speak. Dagmara, um, in your sport, uh, obviously, it is popular in the state of California, and in particular, Southern California. So um, it's, it stands to reason that a lot of uh, women and men that participate in Division I water polo are from the state of California, correct? Yes. So, I mean, it, I mean that's kind of a, I guess, a neat thing, right? When you join a team and you say, you know what, I, I, I know a lot of these faces, or at least I know of them. Yeah, we have a little um, back and forth on our team with uh, who's better, Northern California or Southern California. And um, right now, I think Southern California is winning, but I think I'm biased. Uh, so Sophie might have something to say about that. <laughs> I, uh, there's not enough of us on the team to make a difference, but um, I definitely think the quality of players is pretty high from Northern California. So before we wrap things up, um, you know, Lily, just looking back at your four years, um, you know, is there a particular moment, you know, like I said, that, that, that stands out, you know, whether it was a, an actual game or competition or whether it was just, you know, being with your teammates in the ratty or something like that. Is there a moment that sticks out that you you know, just brings a smile to your face when you think about it? Yeah. So our, my sophomore year, Dag's freshman year, and obviously before Sophie was here, our team had this kind of long cheer that one of the girls wrote, and it's kind of a call and response cheer. And we used to do that before a lot of games and just thinking back to the dynamic of us all jumping around and 
you know, doing this cheer together, it brings back fond memories because, you know, we did it before games, but we also did it, you know, when we were just hanging out socially. So that's great. Dagmara, you know, talk about what you have to deal with now in terms of, you know, like all students at Brown, right? The testing protocol. I think if you're on campus or living off campus for that matter, you have to get tested twice a week. Is that right? Yeah. Every four days, I think. And, and how's that, how's that gone? Has it been a pretty smooth process for you? Yeah, they're very, very organized in the testing facility. I go in I'm, and I'm out within like three minutes. So it, it takes up no time out of my day. I thought it was going to be waiting in long lines and all that, but they're very uh, flexible and easy. It's, it's fine for me. <laughs> Sophie, what's it been like for you adjusting to college life? I know this is a little different than, you know, coming in under normal circumstances, but how has the adjustment been coming to Brown and adjusting to life as a freshman? It's actually been a lot easier than I expected. Um, all the people that I've met have been super cool and really nice and welcoming, especially uh, the woman on the team. So it's made the transition really easy um, and I'm enjoying my classes. I actually like the online classes um, for the lectures, um, but I've been loving it so far. You know, Lily, uh, have you and your teammates been allowed at all to get in the pool or is it just working out outdoors right now and in the weight room? Tell us exactly what, if anything, you've been able to do athletically. Yeah, so our team lifts three times a week and we're in the pool. I think there's a group of people in the pool every day except Sunday because uh, we're in two pods just based on numbers of people that I think it's 15 is the number. Yep. Um, though I'm not entirely sure because, you know, our coach organizes that and I try not to think too much about it. But we, uh, when we're not conditioning in the pool, we wear masks, which is definitely an adjustment and a very strange thing to be having a mask in the pool. It's definitely helped build my legs because you have to keep the mask dry or else it gets very uncomfortable very quickly. Yeah, that's interesting. Sophie, going back to you, this being your first year, you know, time management is always something that I think first year students have to learn in college, particularly if you're a student athlete, because uh, the time demands of that, it's almost like having a full-time job on top of being a full-time college student, you know, at a rigorous academic institution like Brown University. How has it been for you in terms of time management? It's definitely been an adjustment, um, but I think that easing into practice was really nice. Like I know that the, because of COVID, we had to reach certain um, levels to be able to get into the pool. So it was nice that I had a good structure, good foothold into my classes before getting in, um, which helped me uh, with time management now. Okay. Have you, have you found a favorite spot on Thayer Street yet? Um, I really like Pokey Works. <laughs> okay. I got it this for lunch. <laughs> All right. How about Dagmara? What's your favorite spot on Thayer? Uh, I have to go with Genko Ramen. Okay. Of my heart. <laughs> Lily, how about you? I actually have to agree with Dag. Okay. And uh, V-Dub or the Ratty? V-Dub. V-Dub. <laughs> Sophie? Um, both, I guess. <laughs> no preference. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, look, I, I really hope, like I said, that that the restrictions uh, are, are lifted even more so and that somehow, some way there is competition for you this spring. But if not, Lily, I, I don't know what the future holds for you, but I certainly uh, hope that we see you back here at Brown next year. If not, I wish you the very best of luck wherever that might be. And thank you so much for your four years of service to the Brown Women's Water Polo Program and representing Brown Athletics and Brown University so well. Thank you so much. Well, thank you all for joining us. Lily, Dagmara, Sophie, our guests on the Brown Bears Sports Report talking to the Women's Water Polo Program this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. You've been listening to the Brown Bears Sports Report on the Brown Bears Sports Network. For more information on Brown University Athletics, visit brownbears.com. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.